Okay, so here's a question for you. Do you think that your strengths change depending on the context that you're in? Like, are your strengths the same or different if you're at home, if you're at school, if you're at work, if you're in a volunteer organization, if you're hanging out with, with your kids or your friends? I think they do. Maybe, maybe not drastically, but definitely there is a different way that you prefer to engage and use your strengths depending on the context that you're in. Hello, everyone. It's Nathan Freeberg. Welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. Today on the podcast, I want to talk about context. I want to talk about context in the context of our next cohort of strengths communicator training that we're going to be offering here uh, starting in the fall of 2022. Now, real quick, if you don't know what strengths communicator training is, Our Strengths Communicator Training teaches cohort participants the disciplines of hearing, seeing, and understanding the behaviors of strength so that they can conduct these one-to-one conversations with individuals to help them understand their strengths. Uh, But also we teach participants the professional delivery of how to feed back this information both to those individual participants but also to a group, to the larger context. You see where we're going with this here? And the reason that I want to talk about this is because context is everything. I mean, you can think of most situations in life when context is really important to understand what's going on. And we have, you know, different ways that, that, we, that we use um, parts of who we are depending on the context that we're in. Now, I think one of the really important things to discuss real quick here is that you know, when we get our strengths results back, we get these these five words on a page, and that's our rank order. That says that the number one strength that you get back, that, that shows your greatest potential, right? You have the capacity for the greatest potential in that area. The second one, second greatest, all the way down to number 34. Your 34th uh, strength isn't really being used as a strength. It has like the least capacity out of all of those. And often we make the mistake that when we get those results back, that that's automatically you know, those five words in that order is automatically kind of how we're using them, how we're showing up in any given situation. Uh, And that's just not really true, or at least we don't believe it to be true. We believe in a functional order. So a functional order is actually how you prefer to use those strengths in a given context. And I think what's so important and I think sometimes gets missed or, or lost in the whole strengths discussion is helping people understand how they prefer to engage their strengths in different contexts. And the job, the role, the you could say the number one priority of a strengths communicator is to help someone do that. So it's not just to say, you know, I have the strength of ideation. And so it's not to say, oh, you have ideation. Therefore, you are going to be this type of person in every situation, in every encounter, no matter who you are or what you do, because it's the values of your context that kind of drive those things. So for me, just recently, I had this interaction where, you know, ideation is probably the number one strength for me in just about any situation, right? I love coming up with new ideas to solve problems, to fix things, to make things better. My other strengths complement that. And so I was in this, what I thought was a brainstorming session, and every idea I would throw out people would want to just immediately start planning, thinking through all these different contingencies. And I was like, hang on a second, let's just try to get all the ideas out and then we can start picking and choosing. And I just kept getting shot down of like, 
oh, what if we did this and this? And then it would be like, it would stop everything. And I realized that this is not a value of this group. Now, this is just a volunteer thing. So I was like, whatever, I, <laughs> I can play along, I can work. But imagine if that was like the context that you existed in for most of your day, for most of your life, your strengths, who you are as a person is not, maybe it's not overtly devalued or being pushed to the side, but you just can't be who you are because your your cultural context doesn't understand that. And when I say cultural context, I'm talking any culture you want to, however you want to use that word. I know there's some nuance to that, but however you want to use that, if you don't understand how your strengths, or rather if if the group, I'm using air quotes here, the group does not understand or does not value how your strengths are showing up. And some of this is just misperception and like, oh, I didn't know that, you know, someone who has command is just really bossy all the time. Well, actually they can really, you know, stand up and take charge when there's some sort of a crisis or whatever that thing is. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm over explaining this because what I really want to do is I want to play a few minutes here of a, an old podcast, an old interview I did with Brian Schubring. He's our president and founder of Leadership Vision, where there's a section in there where he's talking about the role of context. But he goes into some detail here and it really, I think, gets at the heart of what strengths communicator training is. Yes, it's about understanding those behavioral nuances. It is not prescriptive, it's descriptive, but it's it's also how do you help someone become more fully alive in who they are by helping them understand the values of their cultural context. So I'm gonna play this for you. I have a couple thoughts at the end. Um, and of course, click the links in the show notes, visit us on the web, leadershipvisionconsulting.com with any, any comments or questions or follow up to this as well. All right, here is Brian. One of the things that we are trying to educate our strengths communicators in is to understand how much context has a shaping influence on the development of strengths. You may have a present context that maybe doesn't value certain strengths of yours. And so your functional order within that context may be different than the functional order of your strengths in a relational context. And we do want to draw that distinction. Strengths move, strengths are shaped, strengths develop over time. It's not something that's like etched in stone and it doesn't change at all. There's a dynamic to strengths and one of the fundamental principles that strengths communicators are learning is that strengths are dynamic. The order of strengths isn't set and isn't an indicator of how strengths are used. We may choose to always use two strengths regardless of context. I've seen it happen over and over and over again through the one-to-one -one conversations that I've had. I've often seen people who have a great dexterity in how they put their strengths combinations together because they're so context aware or culturally sensitive. And we are asking people to give room for that, to not provide some judgment by saying, well, that's your number one strength, why don't you use it more? I've heard that a lot, or that's my number five strength, so I don't really rely on that very much. I want people to be able to, to step back and, and look at their strengths in a much more dynamic way, as a way perhaps of, of seeing that they have several colors on, on this palette and they can mix those colors up in whatever way they want and that strengths do not come back to us in like this puzzle piece mentality where they lock together in a certain way. I just think that that's so restrictive and wasn't really the intention of strengths when it was first released. So speaking of culture, one thing that's often maybe an aha for participants 
is just how culture can positively or negatively impact the way that strengths are received and perceived. I'm curious with this group that just went through this training, was there any of those aha moments and maybe a greater focus on their culture and paying attention to that? Yes, one of the connections that the participants made in this last Strengths Communicator cohort was how important it was to know the values of their context because their culture has specific values to it, ways that they do what they do, norms and how they make decisions, expectations and how they show up in ways that they relate. And they immediately made the connections themselves of why certain people with a certain composition of strengths were perceived as having more value or more influence in the culture than others. And so there was this conversation that we had around, you know, why a culture would maybe like solicit that kind of person or allow that person to have greater liberties, whereas other people with different strengths may not be valued because they don't look or sound like the valuative norms of the culture. That doesn't mean that the individual isn't valued as a person. It just meant that their voice may not have had the same opportunities for expression and their influence may not have had the same opportunities to shape decision-making because values of a culture can positively or negatively shape the way a person shows up and it definitely affects their self-esteem. And it's healthy to be aware of that, Um, not to necessarily accept it, but to point it out. And to maybe allow ourselves to look at how this negative interpretation of a strength can be kind of checked and then introduce how a negative perception of a strength can actually be a positive to the organizational culture. A strengths communicator, one of their primary responsibilities is to be able to have a conversation with someone to understand the functional order and the pairings of strengths and then to be able to defend and protect that individual within the organizational culture that they exist. Now, what that means is to correct misinterpretations, uh, to be able to explain what a person actually means, to be able to identify the generative ways that that strength shows up. So strengths communicator training is a way that you create internal advocates to come alongside those who have been misinterpreted, misunderstood, or even devalued, if I could say, And it creates for someone an opportunity to have a professional compassion towards someone and also to be able to instill within them maybe a new vision or a new understanding of how they add value and even a sense of courage to speak up in times when they realize that their voice is being suppressed. And at that moment, maybe there is where they need to step up and and have an influential tone to their voice because that's what's needed at that time within that culture. Okay, I really like that because however you're using strengths, even if you're not in a role where you are helping others to understand their strengths, maybe this can give you a little bit of insight into maybe how your strengths or how you thought your strengths were showing up aren't showing up. I mean, what he says there about it, you know, affecting someone's self-esteem, I have certainly been in that position before, a little bit with the story I just uh, shared, but in other way, ways too, where you feel like, oh, wow, is there something wrong with me or who I am is not, you know, really being appreciated. And that that certainly could be true, but it also could just be 
um, a situation where it's, there's just a lot of misunderstanding. So hope you enjoyed that. Please click on the links if you want to learn more about our Strengths Communicator training that's coming up this fall, September of 2022. Of course, you can visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com slash training for all of those dates. And what might be interesting as just a little takeaway is to perhaps read through your strengths results again and try to think of the values of your cultural context and think about the different ways that your strengths show up. Maybe make two lists. These are the ways that this particular uh, behavior of my strengths, kind of how I show up in the world. This is how this is really valued. And my boss and my teammates know this about me. They come to me regularly asking me for this or vice versa. They're telling me to stop doing this. Or anytime I I try to do this, I try to speak up, I have a, try to have a voice in this, this area, it's shot down or, or whatever it is. And then look at that and just kind of evaluate it. Maybe have a conversation about it. Uh, with someone who knows you well. And then I would love to hear some feedback. I'd love to hear any reactions to this episode. And of course, if you have questions about our training or anything else, you can email me, Nathan, at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. But until then, thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources, you can visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks again to Brian for recording that a while ago and letting me repurpose it here. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and on behalf of our entire team, thanks for listening. <laughs>